guys, welcome to Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. I'm Bones, and this is Fofo, who's not feeling so well. Oh. Alright guys, another episode with Bones and Fofo. And of course, Soba is joining us today. She is very hyper. Because she has her snake. Yeah, yung balik siya sa favorite niyang snake toy. So you will probably see her go in and out of the podcast. Anyway, for today, we got inspired because Fofo's cousin recently got married. So congratulations, Carlos and Alan, for getting married. And we just wanted to talk about weddings in general. We've been married for a year already, over a year. And I guess weddings in general have changed. Yes, since 2020, the pandemic has changed a lot of the usual things that we do. So we had our wedding just two months before yeah. the first ECQ hit. And since that month, things have changed completely. Pandemic weddings ngayon tawag natin ngayon. So we would just like to share our thoughts on this and how our experience compares to the experiences now and what ideas we have because I do think there are a lot of things that we can take from the wedding we did. Kasi may pagka pandemic vibes ren. Kahit hindi pa naman nun. Oh oh. Kasi Fofo and I, for those that don't know, had two wedding celebrations. We had one where we invited mostly our family and friends, and this consisted of about 100, 120 guests. But we did have our church ceremony. Now, it was really just our immediate family, nobody else. So, parang 10 yata tayo in total, or 12. Okay, so before we get into this discussion in depth, let's kind of set the tone for everything. Okay. Let's talk about how weddings were before 2020. So what were the expectations for weddings? So I think for you and me, especially uh, being in showbiz, yeah. a lot of grandeur and yeah. extravagance. Yes. Let's be honest, right? So more often than not, it's a celebration. So from the bridal shower mm. to picking out your clothes from the bachelor's party, yeah. bachelorette party, despedida, something, something. I don't know. There's just so many Andami, things. Ano? And for each of these occasions, my, my event styling, yeah. my pa catering, my pa photo shoot. To be honest with you, it is extremely overwhelming. I actually think that what's happening now has been a nice way of balancing the craziness of what would happen in years past because it was a lot. It was a lot. But also, I would say, in retrospect, and daming nagkaroon ng trabaho because of the wedding scene, diba. So it's a different shift. But definitely, I have to agree with you with the grandeur because people had expectations about weddings, especially if you were someone like us who's in the public eye. And parang kung hindi grand, parang oh, bakit ganyan yung wedding mo? Parang people would question it. So, sa totoo lang, Fofo, even when we were planning our wedding at that time, parang it was always at the back of my head. I was I would think, I'm happy with the decisions that we've made for our wedding. We've made it our own. But I wonder what people will say. Not that it mattered to me, but I always had that at the back of my head. It isn't bad at all if there are couples out there who want a super grand wedding and really want to be able to create the wedding of their dreams. Yeah. That's not a problem. It is inevitable, however, for that to have an effect to other couples. Because yeah. you do feel the pressure. E kami nga, naramdaman namin, di ba? <laughs> so even those couples who want something simple, maybe some of their friends or some of their loved ones, yeah. 
might unconsciously put pressure onto them to say, oh, pero this is how people do weddings now. Kasi aminin natin, you know, wedding season, it's a trendy thing. Yeah. We move from trend to trend. And kung yung trend at that time requires you to spend a bit more money than you want to, then syempre parang, Oh, I don't really want to do this, but everybody's doing it. So, parang baka may mali if I don't do it the way that everybody else is. Diba? And it's normal, guys. It doesn't just happen yeah. in weddings. It happens everywhere in class, birthdays. at work, birthdays, <laughs> special occasions, Christmas, New Year's. So, it's something we all have to live with and we are always affected by things around us and trends around us. It's just the way it is. Okay, so we've talked about how weddings were in 2020 and before that. But now let's talk about, you know, 2021. Actually, 2020 was the pandemic already. So, iba na talaga ang weddings noon. So, kamusta na ba ang change? What did you see na nagbago? I think people nowadays are open to just getting married in City Hall. Which is... Yeah. A stark contrast because normally couples are always thinking, oh no, let's have this destination wedding or etc. And now it's become more acceptable to a certain way na hindi na nila nararamdaman yung pressure to have a certain kind of wedding. Yeah, I, I would hear like people saying na you have to get married like here or there, like hindi pwedeng ganito, ganyan. And parang that was too much pressure for people or couples that are about to get married because I don't think there is just one way to get married. So parang there were more options that were being open to a lot of people. And that also goes for our friends Vaughn and Lau who just got married this Congrats, year. Guys. Congratulations guys. And they got married in City Hall. Parang there was really no pressure for the both of them to I guess have this wedding standard it was really about them getting married and the union of the both of them actually just to bring home the point of how there are more opportunities and ways to get married now that people find acceptable i remember there's this one couple na acquaintance ko lang naman and they had postponed getting married and it was only during this 2020 2021 that they decided oh my god this is time for us to get married because we don't need to Yeah! So they got married, just the two of them in City Hall. And they were like, this is perfect because they don't want to pressure to get married. their relatives would say, no, you have to do it like this, like that. Invite her and invite him. And they just did not want to go through it. And now they had the perfect excuse to say, <laughs> guys, it's a pandemic. Kami. We have to do it. Kami lang. So they got to do their marriage the way they wanted to without spending out of their budget yeah. and without getting pressured. So, nakakatawa lang kasi, you know, it kind of fit what others also wanted. Yeah, and b before, I would always think, I really, really want a small wedding. And remember when we were talking about how we even wanted, ah, kaya-kaya 30 guests. But since Fofo's family is also so big, the 100 guests for us, super tight na yun para sa atin. But imagine if we actually got married during the pandemic. How small of a wedding would we have had? So I think for other couples that were planning on getting married during 2020, pero naudlot dahil sa pandemic, parang they had questions like, oh shucks, paano na yung mga deposit na nagawa ko? When are we going to have to reschedule? Are we even going to have this wedding in the same place? Because some of them probably wanted to have big, luxury like luxury looking weddings pero hindi nangyari kasi there are safety protocols also diba so parang how do you deal with something like that 
I think one thing that people have to keep in mind, especially those who are planning pre-pandemic, tapos hindi pa nila nagagawa yung mm. wedding nila. I think they need to be able to talk things over because there's a lot to discuss. Yeah. They probably had their mindset that their wedding was going to be a certain way, mm. but now it's changed and it's changed for everyone. It's not like it was just them. Yeah. But it's a global thing. Everybody is affected and I think that the couple should have a talk on which is the most important thing about their wedding. Was yeah. it the food? Was it the event? Was it the destination wedding? Because mm-hmm. for you and me, we had this conversation and the most important thing was that we were getting together and we just wanted to celebrate that kahit tayo nga lang, okay mm. lang, diba? Pero syempre, it was always nice to have our siblings yeah. and our mom there, our moms, moms there. Moms, pero mamas in the States. So for me and Bonizi, we were able to distill the essence of our wedding very early. Mm. And that helped guide us. Because everything else, like the parties and the food and the photo shoots and the videography, para sa amin, sige, optional lang yun. Alam yeah. na namin, ano yung pinaka-importante? Everything else, kung mangyari man, bonus na lang. We did have our small wedding. Uh, it was... 10 guests plus us, so 12 tayong lahat. And this is really just our immediate family. If you don't know, Fofo has eight other siblings in his family, so marami talaga sila. But we were able to keep it that small for our wedding in Calarwega. And I did get a lot of messages from soon-to-be brides, and up until this day, they're like, how were you able to do that? Na kayo-kayo lang, that you were able to, you know, have a small budget for this wedding. So I think let's talk to them about what our priorities were when it came to putting together our small wedding. I have an opinion. You can share your own. Okay. So my opinion in this is that I personally, I don't know what Bones was thinking, but I personally had confidence in the people whom I loved. And that just because they weren't invited to that church wedding, didn't mean that our relationship and our friendship and love for one another was going to end. Yeah. So that's how much confidence I had in this inner circle that I had. That Dude, I love you, but this is the wedding that I want. We're still going to see each other. I'm still going to love you after this, but it's just the way it is. So for me, I had confidence no matter who I invited or who I didn't invite, those whom I loved and those who loved me back, it was still going to be the same way. It wasn't going to change just because of an invite or an invite that was not sent. Yeah, and I feel like we were able to invite the people na alam natin if they weren't there on our special day, then we would feel sad. And that was one of the criteria. So Mikael and I made a list. Uh, a year before our wedding and every month or so we would constantly go back and forth with the people on this list and we would go okay how important is this person in my life how important am i to this person like do they know about my relationship with fofo do they know the details about us as individuals because parang for me as a wedding day, parang it's nice to have people that know about the both of us rather than just you or just me because we have our different groups of friends. I mean, that's just the way life is. But it was nice to see people there who knew about our relationship and us growing as a couple. Another thing I would like to add is I think there's a tendency for a lot of people, because we felt this as well, 
to add everything and make it all happen on this one special day. Yeah. So what do I mean when I say that? I mean, I want all my friends to be there. I want there to be an amazing time. I want there to be great food. I want there to be an entertaining host, an amazing <laughs> band, great entertainment. Parang gusto mo lahat na mga Perfect. pwedeng mangyari, mangyayari sa araw na ito. And not only is that pressure on you, but that's so much pressure on the day itself. Yeah. Like you are putting a lot of pressure on fate and destiny to come together and give you this special day. There are so many factors there which are out of your control. And if you set up your expectations in that way, then you're kind of setting yourself up to fail because you don't control a lot of these factors. And I think when you put into play things na hindi nakaka-stress para sa'yo. Like ako, I knew already what I was going to get stressed about when it came to the wedding. I was gonna get stressed if we had an entourage because I would have to think, is everybody there? Are they texting? Because the experience ko yun, being a bridesmaid or being a part of the entourage. So yung ginawa namin, walang entourage. Ayoko ma-stress, girl. Gusto ko makeup tapos picture-picture na lang kami ni Fofo and then dating sa church, kasal na kami. Yun lang yung gusto ko. So I made sure that's what happened. Ako naman, ako one thing I always, always did not enjoy was after the church wedding, there would be a photo... Photo up. There would be a photo up with the different groups and sometimes, what, 30 plus groups, okay? Um, bride with the siblings, groom with male siblings, groom with female siblings, <laughs> groom with high school... Groom with first-year high school friends. Groom with second-year high school friends. I'm like, oh my god, what is happening here? And it would come to the point that sobrang gutom na ako, and I didn't want people to feel that. Yeah. So yung ginawa namin, tinanggal namin yung photo up completely. I yeah. was like, you know what? We're gonna have a lot of cool photos in the party while people are taking it candidly. Happy na ako doon. Yeah, it was so fun because right after our church wedding, we just told everybody, okay, go to the reception, have snacks there. There are a lot of places to take pictures. Enjoy. And then Fofo and I will take our own photos while you guys are relaxing. Para, kain na tayo agad. So that was our priority for our wedding day. But I'm sure a lot of other people are wondering, Okay, so really, how do I keep my focus when it comes to putting this all together? Know what your priority is. That's my tip. Our priority for Fofo and I was to focus on us getting married. And that was the number one thing. Because if we put our focus on something else, we would get stressed and we didn't want that. Because that's not what was the most important thing for the both of us. And just a disclaimer before we proceed to the second half of this podcast. This is me and Bonizi sharing our thoughts, what we went through, the thought process mm. on how we got to the ideas for our wedding. But it is by no means the zeitgeist in the Bible to which you should follow or pattern your weddings on. I think there are a million and one ways on how to go about your own wedding. And we just wanted to share mm. our perspective because that's what helped us. Listening to the perspectives and points of view of other people who got married, yeah. who are about to get married, also enlightened us and gave us clarity to figure out what we really wanted during this special day. So hopefully while mm -hmm. you're listening to this and the other stories we're about to share, it gives you guys points to think about, to help yeah. you make that choice and decide what will ultimately make you the happiest during your wedding day. 
So Bonizi, let's pull it back a bit and mm. go into the present day. The present day situation is the fact that there are many, many rules because of the quarantine, yeah. because of the health and safety protocols. So even though there are certain people who want certain kinds of weddings, maraming bawa talaga. Uh oh, and you know, you the big weddings, talagang nabawasan yung number of guests that you can have because there are maximum capacities for certain venues and of course for churches as well. So there are things that you need to follow as well, and that goes for the safety of you as a couple and for your guests. Let's do an exercise, Boni, okay. for everyone's benefit. Okay. If we were to have our pandemic wedding, okay. if we were to plan one right now, let's kind of go through the paces. Okay. So first things first is guests. So Bonizi, if we were to have a pandemic wedding, we know that there is a maximum amount of guests that you can bring to the church. Okay. And from what I would see, it would be anywhere from 10 to 12. The great thing is, we only had around 10 to 12 people in our church wedding. So we don't need to answer that anymore because that's what actually happened. Okay, so now we have our guests in order, minimum lang. So siguro mga 15 max, kasama na tayo dun. Yeah, and I don't have a problem with that because that's how we like it. Yeah, our Calarwega wedding was 10 to 12, so that's okay. Okay, here's a good question. And this was a question that one of our friends asked us. Are we obligated to test our guests? Should we test our guests before, you know, we invite them to our wedding? I think there are two ways of tackling this, especially for you and me. Uh, the first thing is... If you are on a tight budget and maliit lang naman yung grupo, malamang these are your loved ones, possibly yeah. your family, I think it's not a far stretch to say, hey guys, mag-quarantine muna tayo. Let's not go out for a couple of days mm. before the wedding just to make sure that you aren't exposing yourselves and walang mini outbreak on the day of your yeah. wedding. But if you do have budget and you do have a bit more flexibility with your mm -hmm. cash flow, then I would totally get everyone tested. Especially kung immediate family mo na naman. Because most definitely, what you do not want to happen is that after an amazing day with your family, getting married to the love of your life, you don't want people to get sick. Okay, so here's a, a different point of view. So what if somebody had a wedding, or we had a wedding, for example, na 30 guests. I don't know what the number is now na allowed for weddings, but let's just say the maximum capacity is 30, okay? And these are people from different households. What if I was on, we were on a tighter budget? Would it be okay for us to say, we would like our guests to take tests, but share tayo sa pagbayad ng test? The way I see that situation you just mentioned is similar to a destination wedding. Okay. So when you have a destination wedding and you invite people and you ask them, hey, it's okay if you can't come if the travel expenses are too much. Mm -hmm. So similar to a pandemic wedding, if the costs of going, which include being tested, following, and being considerate of the health and safety protocols, if that's not something that the guests can accommodate, then it should be okay. At least for me, it would be okay if they cannot make it and I do not have the budget to cover the testing and health and safety protocols for all my guests. Kasi ganun talaga. Yeah. And in line with what Bonizi and I just said, preparing your budget for a wedding pre-pandemic and during the pandemic is extremely important. And it's not bad to be somewhat transparent with your guests. So yun nga, as Bonizi and I said, 
if you cannot cover the expenses for testing, mm-hmm. then you should be very open to your guests about that. And if they can't cover it, then you just accept the fact that, oh, okay, maybe it's not meant to be that a certain person is going to be yeah. there. But that happens talaga. Like we said, don't put it on destiny and fate to allow all these factors to coincide and line up to give you the best wedding day ever because it isn't. We all have different situations. Your guests also mm. have different situations. And for me and Bonizi, we were just ready to respect whatever would happen after we send the invite out. Okay, so now that we've talked about our tips about what we would do if we had a pandemic wedding, now I want to know from the both of us, of course, what are the things that we would spend on again from our pre-pandemic wedding if kung sakaling meron tayong pandemic wedding? Okay, you first. For me, I would definitely buy that dress that I got off the rack. I got it for 3,500 pesos. Sobrang sulit siya para sa akin because I was able to use it for the wedding and I was actually able to use it for some work stuff that I also had. So, kung tutuusin, nag-ROI na ako sa dress na yon and I'm able to use it over and over again. So, sulit na siya para sa akin. Hindi ako na-stress and it's a really nice dress that I can use again. Ako naman, I would stick to my only non-negotiable of the wedding, which was my pancake house buffet. <laughs> and I'm assuming that open na yung pancake house and willing na sila to cater. And if they are not willing to cater, then bibili na lang ako ng maraming pancake sa pancake house at dadalhin dun sa venue. Tapos kakain kami ng masarap na pancake merienda. It wasn't something that we really posted about, but we did get pancake house for the morning after our Subic wedding because we just knew that we would be so full from all the water that we drank the night before. Oh, oh. So, makit lahat ng ulo ng guests at ng ulo namin dahil sa tubig na nainom namin during the wedding night. Para kaming zombie na pumasok ni Fofo dun sa hotel nga eh. Parang, give me my pancakes. I need it already. Okay, and Bonizi actually mentioned to me that one of her non-negotiables or things that she would still want would be a photographer and a videographer. Yes, and the reason why I would still get a photographer and videographer is because it's really a milestone that doesn't happen again, you know? I'm only gonna get married to you one time, Fofo. I wouldn't mind having at least one videographer and one photographer to capture these moments with you and our family. And this is where the opinions of Bonizi and I differ because I would not get a photographer and videographer Assuming we are on a tight budget. Okay. So I would get more creative. I would lay out maybe some disposable photo cameras. Mm. I would ask some relatives or some siblings to be the designated video takers and Mm. then just take videos the whole time, like (laughs) never-ending videos, passing it around to everyone and telling everyone to just take a minute worth of videos. Ikaw bahala kahit anong gusto mo. Yeah. So that's something that I would do. Even though sobrang gulo siguro at sobrang shaky ng footage na lalabas dun, I think it would be extremely unique. At kahit papano, I would have had a lot of fun with it. Okay, so those are the things that we would have kept kung sakaling kinasal kami during the pandemic. But what are the things that we would have changed or not included? 
I think the one thing that I would automatically not include if we were to have our wedding now mm-hmm. would be the big party. So we had a bigger party with all our relatives. So para siyang big family reunion slash get together. And since sabi nga ni Bon, sobrang laki ng pamilya ko. Pamilya ko palang at relatives ko palang parang 80 na. 80 yeah. people na plus bonizis mga 25 to 30. So we ended up <laughs> having around 110, 120 guests. Obviously, that is not allowed during these times. Yeah. So that is something that I could easily say, okay, this can happen on another day. This can happen when everything is better, Mm -hmm. there's no more virus going around, and something that we can postpone for another time. During our Kalarwega wedding, we ate at one of our favorite restaurants right after. Wala lang, parang gusto lang namin kumain after. And... Is that something that we would also do now if we got married during this time? No, I think we'd probably just order out. So, magpapatake out talang tayo dun sa favorite restaurant natin. Or <laughs> yung restaurant na yun where we ate. And we would probably just go to someone's house or my mom's house or our condo and take our food there and enjoy the celebration indoors. I think we would have a very chill and laid-back wedding if we got married during the pandemic and i don't think we would have like any of the usual like we wouldn't have like any like styling or whatever we'd probably just ask friends to like send over flowers ganun lang talaga ka simple feeling ko yung mangyayari kung kinasal tayo ngayon or we could get creative i was telling bonizi before we started this podcast episode mm-hmm. is that this time is actually an opportunity to get super duper creative with your weddings. Yeah. Isipin mo to, okay? Since bawal naman ang maraming tao indoors and must suggested or recommended na magkaroon ng gatherings outdoors, then for the outdoorsy people out there, why don't you hike up a mountain? And then huh? get married at the peak. Mount Pulag. Tama. Bring your priest. Bring your priest. <laughs> father. Pina hiking si father. Kailangan natin mag-hiking. Magpapakasal kami dun sa tuktok ng bundok. <laughs> so hopefully... si Father. Sana ano siya, fit siya. Hopefully medyo fit si Father. But that's one idea. Another idea is maybe you could have a pool party wedding. Hey. You have a small wedding in City Hall or at the church. And then when you get back home, maybe you could rent a place with a pool. And have a pool party wedding. That's so much fun. Because it's only something you can really do with a small group. And inevitably, you will have a small group. So I'm just saying there are so many different ways that you can get creative and have something unique. Yeah. Something different. And something na may enjoy nyo talaga. And you won't feel pressured to like do something. And if you really think about it, Fofo, like renting out a house like with a pool, that's actually cheaper than renting out a whole venue for guests. True. And you can even have this place overnight pa. Diba? So sulit na, if you think about it. Aside from that, honestly, I feel that there's a chance that we could have eloped, if ever. Because mm-hmm. we talked about eloping in like another country before, like for our wedding. But I feel like there would have been a big possibility that it would just be us and a priest or us and at City Hall. Okay, just to end the podcast, of course, when it comes to weddings, there are gifts. I guess it's kind of expected that people ask for gifts when it comes to weddings. But Fofo and I didn't really ask for any gifts when we got married just because we didn't really feel like it and we didn't feel like there was anything that we needed, actually. But we did receive some gifts from friends and family and it wasn't a lot, but I was super happy with all the gifts that we got. So three of the gifts that we got 
were a coffee pour over set, but we already had one, but it was pretty cool to receive one. We got an electric fan, which was, which was super useful because super we actually did not have an electric fan at home at that time. Yeah. And then the third one would be a massage gun that you could use to like help your muscles after working out. Which once again was extremely useful because Bonizi and I always go to the gym or work out at home. So those gifts were actually all pretty sulit for us and they were more of our style even if we didn't really ask for gifts. So ako, I thought it was pretty sweet and pretty cool that some of our friends and family got these things for us because thoughtful but also very useful yung mga nabigay nila sa atin. And just to connect that to this podcast episode, once again, creativity knows no bounds. Mm-hmm. You can get extremely creative with your wedding registry. So one thing that I would honestly do is I would ask for Gcash gifts. Yeah, we would just ask for Gcash gifts if ever we thought of that before. And sayang, hindi ko naisip yun dati. Kasi sobrang dali mag-send ngayon. Mobile banking and payments and fund transfers is so easy now from phone to phone, yeah. app to app. And then yung mga Gcash, mayroon pa silang mga parang ampaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yung Those decorative ano, send money or mm-hmm. send cash. So sobrang cute yun. I do that from time to time with my siblings and my friends whenever I have to send them cash. Put it in a nice digital envelope <laughs> or digital photo. So that's one way of getting creative with your wedding registry, especially nowadays where mm-hmm. it's so hard to keep on asking for items because all of us are just at home. And I'm sure a lot of you have realized na bakit ang dami ko ng gamit sa bahay? Yeah. I'm sure before we get ahead of ourselves, people are always gonna ask, is it really okay to ask for money like as a gift when you get married? And I've read about this before and it is okay basta i-word mo nang tama. Although tayo, we felt weird about asking for money during our wedding. But I mean, hey, if you want to get creative with things, if you'd rather have money to save for your future or save that and put it aside instead of asking for stuff that you don't even know if you're gonna need in your household, I think that's perfectly fine. Another quick tip, I have seen many wedding invitations kung saan very creative and very witty yung paghingi nila ng gifts or cash sa kanilang mga guests. Oh, do you have a, an example? No, I do not have an example, but what you can do is just type on Google how to ask for money for your wedding, and I'm sure marami nang lalabas. Lagay ka na lang ng QR code. This goes to my Gcash. <laughs> that's, hey, that's cute too. I would find that cute. So if Bonizi and I were to ask for money from our guests, from our hypothetical pandemic mm-hmm. wedding, I would have a cartoon drawing of me and Bonizi holding a bag, and then in the bag would be a QR code to our Gcash. <laughs> I love it. Cute. Thank you, Fofo. And then maybe like Soba saying, please fill this up. <laughs> <laughs> Ayan, may idea na kayo kung anong gagawin niyo for your future wedding. And I hope that you guys out there were able to get some tips from us on how to put up, I guess, a smaller wedding during these times or a pandemic wedding for that. So good luck with all the wedding planning for the future brides and grooms out there. And with that, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Fofo. And I'm Bones. This is my relationship goals. Bye.